Welcome to Supply Chain Radio. I'm Greg Kiefer. Today I'm joined in the studio by the one and only Suhas. I'm not even bothered trying to pronounce your last that's, name. It's that's, too complicated. that's all you need. You're the only Suhas anybody knows in supply I chain. I think so. I think so. How are you, Greg? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. So welcome to the studio. As many of you know, Suhas is also one of our regular hosts. And we're going to change things up a little bit in this episode and have a discussion about some things that have been going on out there in the world of business and IT. And I think... We're going to kind of compare a couple different industries, right? Yeah, I, I think technology is is the key theme here. You were recently at a marketing technology conference, right? And you had some interesting observations from that. Yeah, yeah. So my day job is a marketing person, and I was at a conference in San Francisco that's obviously a very tech hub, and it was a marketing event. And I was there to learn. I was there to you know kind of take in what's going on in the world of marketing innovation. And one of the things that really struck me was how marketing has become a technology industry. It is every session, main stage sessions, all the breakouts, it was all about technology. And I thought to myself, wow, you know, this is a big change from when I joined the industry where, you know, marketing was a lot more about the art, about the positioning and branding and you know, not being knee-jerk based on what an overnight data report shows, you know, that you have a long-term strategy and it's about smart positioning and creativity, et cetera. Not that that's gone, but the influence and influx of technology really, really struck me as, wow, this is transforming my industry, you know, my day job industry. And of course, being a marketer of a supply chain company, I just realized that I've been seeing the same thing happening in supply chain for the better part of seven, eight years. So I noticed some really interesting parallels. And the kinds of technologies that people are talking about in marketing and in supply chain have a lot of overlap, right? Big data, analytics, machine learning, AI. These are things that seem to be penetrating every single industry. Yeah. I was just kind of laughing as I was sitting, listening to these marketing people saying how they were drowning in too much data (laughs) and that they couldn't glean the kind of insights they were looking for out of the, you know, the terabits of information that they were sitting on. And I thought, wow, there you go. I I heard that at the Gartner Supply Chain Conference two years ago, that very same thing. The difference being, instead of it being clicks and open rates and, and CRM data, it was inventory status and alerts and demand signals. Would you say that there is an art that exists in managing supply chain beyond the technology that people are talking about? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think supply chain is probably one of the most complex things imaginable. And the people that figure that out or figured that out are very smart, no doubt about it. And I think that what's interesting is the emergence of technology where it really began to take off in business kind of mirrored when supply chains went global. You know, it was easier back in the 70s when a supply chain was between Texas and Illinois, right? right? Versus between Illinois and who knows where in the Philippines, right? Right. And you, you really probably could never do sourcing from the Philippines without technology, right? I mean, you couldn't do that with a phone. But I think that there's, you know, natural complexity with a long global supply chain and there's early complexity with technology. But I think technology is maturing to a place where it's going to get easier, I think. I mean, you look at machine learning and or artificial intelligence. You know, if you think of mobile, where every all the software is being built for mobile devices, what the great thing about mobile is it's a small screen, right? So it has to be simple. 
And we are definitely seeing that in supply chain. I mean, all of the new software that comes out has mobile versions, right? And they're looking for ways to, you know, deal with the data and they're looking for ways to, you know, present insight versus just here's a spreadsheet you know, 10,000 rows. Yeah, I think that's one of the interesting things with the evolution of technology and big data. Previously, it was, hey, this is cool. We can do this, right? And so there was a lot of different functions, a lot of different features. And now that those things have matured, people are trying to understand, okay, what exactly do we want them to do? And the technology is being tailored toward human decision-making a lot more, which I think will be very powerful because at the end of the day, you're trying to get a job done and if the technology can give you something that's useful for your job, that's what you want. That's exactly right. You know, in the marketing world, these new capabilities are getting to really interesting concepts around how you target, for example. You know, if you're looking to sell to a particular individual, these technologies are like are allowing you to place ads for that person that goes right to them just for them, right? Which if you think about that, and you're marketing to, say, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. How could you possibly scale that? Yet there are whole new categories of companies that are building out tools to allow you to do that, to customize ads, right? So in the old days, you know, if you have an ad agency and an art director, and they would sit there, wouldn't you have a computer, and they would lay out a beautiful ad and run it in uh, Time magazine, right? And now it's about... No, we're actually going to launch, you know, 6,000 versions of an ad and we're going to target by vertical or persona or by geography. And, you know, you see the results in overnight data reports. Now, okay, that's great. But if I get 10,000 rows in a spreadsheet, that's not going to help me very much, right? So that, you know, that, that kind of that robust analytics layer is very important. And the same holds through a supply chain, right? You know, the supply chain logistics executive comes in on a Monday morning and they look at, you know, they're a big supply chain and they look at, you know, 8,000 shipments that are there. They have somewhere in the world going and they're trying to decipher what's OK, what's not OK, what's behind schedule, what's ahead of schedule, et cetera. And I think that there's a lot of parallels that can be drawn from the two worlds. And I'm sure it's happening in HR and finance and all the other industries as well. Yeah, it's funny. As, as you were talking about this idea of marketers wanting to target their customers I'm thinking that that's exactly the same thing that's happening in the world of supply chain, right? The customer-centric supply chain is something that we've talked about a lot on Supply Chain Radio. This idea that you're tailoring your supply chain, personalizing it for your different customers, but you're trying to do it in a cost-effective way, in a dynamic way, employing all these different strategies. That is exactly sort of the same thing that's occurring in the world of global trade and, and personalization. That's right. As a matter of fact, it reminds me that there was an executive, Charles Phillips from Infor, which is a big enterprise software company. And he was on stage at this event we were at. And he was talking about how, you know, that the supply chain and the, the marketing technology suites are related, if you think about it, right? And you, you use retail as an example where, you know, they're dealing with multi-channel and the Amazon effect and all of these different things. And at the end of the day... You can have the greatest marketing in the world, but the product's still got to show up, right? It's got to show up per the Amazon effect if it's, you know, overnight. And you've got to be able to give that person reliable information that what they ordered is going to show up. And that is happening largely because that's why bricks and mortar stores are in so much trouble. But, you know, the, the convergence of marketing supply chain is probably not that far off, you know, in terms of the two worlds. Well, where would you like to see it go from here? I know we've had a lot of discussions about analytics, intelligence, AI, what do you think is the next evolution in, in this convergence that you're talking about? I think it's the holistic view. I think that, you know, if you are a company 
that markets and makes and sells a product, all of these different silos are going to come together. And certainly that's the vision of, of a CRM provider like a Salesforce.com. But the reality is there is no integration between Salesforce CRM and a supply chain or an ERP system, right? It's, and if it is, it's clunky. So the notion of a holistic suite where you've got all of the information, you've got you know what they're ordered, where it is, when it's going to arrive, you know what ads they've seen, what they've responded to, and you know putting that all together. And you know Amazon's on that path, but obviously Amazon won't be the only one. At least Jeff Bezos may think that that they're going to be <laughs> the only one, but let's face it, a lot of companies are following that model and to kind of collect all that information in one place and in. in one system, I think, is really where it's headed, and it's got to be super simple and easy and beautiful and all those good things. And I think that's why you see a lot of acquisitions and things in the technology world. It's interesting because you mentioned Amazon, and to me, it seems like that's a great example of a company that is using technology to operate like a startup, essentially, right? And they have a massive scale, and they have many customers in all sorts of different parts of the world, yet they need to be able to innovate and stay ahead and act like a startup, and that's what they've been great at doing. And I think, to your point, all these other companies that are implementing technology are really trying to break down those silos and go back to sort of being lean and innovative like a startup. That's right. And then one of the big themes at the marketing conference that I was at, which goes right to supply chain, is the notion of advocacy, that you've got to create advocates. You've got to make your, turn your customers into advocates because at the end of the day, what do you do when you go to Amazon and you're thinking about buying a product? What do you do? Look at the reviews. You look at the reviews. Yeah. Okay. Now, yes, the product could be terrible, but also if you can't deliver what they ordered in a timely fashion, that's also going to give you two stars, right? So it really is very linked. And I think that, you know, going forward, you know, the world of consumerism, and it's not just retail, it's anything, you know, it's going to ha have to link these two worlds together. So certainly we're not the only ones talking about this. It's certainly the vision of some of the big tech companies out there as they continue to grow and look forward, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. But it's really fascinating to be in the middle of this. So I'm looking forward to, you know, kind of sitting on the side here and, and watching it happen and talking about it on Supply Chain Radio as we go forward. Yeah, me too. Exciting times. All right. Well, thanks, Suhas. Uh, it was good talking to you. This is Supply Chain Radio, and we are signing off. <laughs> <laughs>